Hello and welcome to another episode of Gut Heroes. I am your host Tommy Orm and today I wanted to talk a little bit about sugar and diet in general and I was just thinking about a story a friend told me the other day which which made something hit home and I think often I can take it for granted that everyone is going to have the I guess the headspace and the ability to make dramatic changes to their diet and to you know to really take to the extreme something which can be difficult in order to try and tackle something like autoimmune disease in my case ankylosing spondylitis and the reason this hit home I guess actually I'll start I'll start with why why this story struck me because I've had such enormous success from changing my diet success beyond any medication I've ever ever tried to tackle and get pain relief from what has been a totally crippling condition ankylosing spondylitis it's been horrible horrible I wouldn't say you know I'm a hundred percent all the time and I'm sort of doing back backflips in the field and all this kind of thing but I feel amazing I feel better than I have done for about 20 years and I have to pinch myself when I say it but I have I literally haven't taken so much as a painkiller for over two and a half years now so that should hopefully give you an idea of just how profoundly this has affected my life I could I couldn't get out of bed some days without taking a handful of painkillers you know short walks were extremely painful and tying my shoelace is impossible this is all stuff you'll hear me repeat over and over again but I think it's really important just to sort of reflect on the before and the after and I try and quantify this but it has to be somewhere between 70% and 90% of this is down to me changing my diet I, I, there's, I've just done so much testing I've done so many diary entries and records in my spreadsheet it, it's just the correlation is is so clear there's no there's no other thing for it really and so that's why I'm so passionate about talking about this stuff and it's why I'm so passionate about sharing studies on gut heroes and about trying to find other people to share their stories which I know I need to do better on I've got a full-time job as well so it's quite hard to um, find the time between editing these and uploading content and all that kind of stuff but I you know I'm not doing this to make any money I'm not selling anything on here I just if I can change even a handful of people's lives and, and show them what's worked for me and show them what maybe hopefully could work for them or could have some positive effect for them then that would just be amazing it, it's one of those situations where I just can't sit on the information it has had such a profound effect but the thing that really hit home to me and <laughs> this is a long-winded way of getting back to the start of this podcast is I was talking to a friend and they have a close friend who is really struggling with their health they are constantly in pain so they're struggling to walk it's mainly in their joints they have an autoimmune disease the friend I was talking to he, he didn't know what the name of it was and it was something he couldn't pronounce I think but it was definitely an autoimmune disease it was affecting the joints it wasn't ankylosing spondylitis but it was something else and he'd been so struck by the success I'd had you know this is someone I've known uh oh, it must be 15 20 years you know a long time so he knew that constant back pain and weird bouts of me sort of limping and and taking pills and all that kind of stuff he knew that was a big part of my life I wasn't someone who really complained about it but 
you can't hide a zombie shuffle and you know that kind of stiff back that odd hunched look that can sometimes accompany something like ankylosing spondylitis so so he knew how profound an effect this is having me and he just immediately shared uh, gut heroes and he shared my story with his friend and i thought this is great and i said to him look you know anytime they want to speak to me they can give me a call you know whatever i'm really happy to help and they they looked at the website and they didn't they said oh yeah that that sounds um yeah that sounds great yeah maybe i'll try that and he spoke to, i spoke to him the other day and he said he'd seen this friend he'd, he'd met up with them for a drink at the pub and they'd gone back to his house afterwards because he wanted to say hello to his partner and you know they just wanted to hang out together and on the way to the house he stopped at a news agent and he bought six liters of coca-cola fanta and some other fizzy drink like absolute like liquid sugar basically and it just struck me that this is so ingrained in our society the idea of sugar and fizzy drinks and ultra processed food and things that are just constantly marketed to us and bombarded to us and contained in almost everything we eat it's absolutely playing on the inbuilt addiction or, or attraction rather humans have towards sugar which is something which really is built into our into our genetics and our being because it was something that was scarce to find in nature and you have all these food producers who are you know they've we found a way through technology and human ingenuity and a lot of human suffering actually in the past but but basically now through technology to extract ridiculously concentrated amounts of sugar way way more than the human body can ever process or take in a healthy way and we're shoving it into everything we're shoving it into the liquids we drink and the foods we eat casually the snacks the meals everything and if someone's really wanting to make a change and try something with their diet it's really really hard if if they're you know especially if they're using food as a comfort one of the things people find hard is that with autoimmune disease pain is and fatigue is such a crushing part of it and taking away one of life's little pleasures one of life's great pleasures of you know your favorite snack or, or sugary drink or cake or crisps or, or whatever it is you know something that just gives you that little bit of joy in what can be an otherwise bleak day where you feel like you're battling you're battling to stay awake um you know moving is painful even sitting can be painful so just that distraction on the taste buds or, and that little feeling of satisfaction and satiation and, and just feeling different that's a big ask to say to someone well you know maybe you should upend everything you eat and change this that and the other and blah blah, blah and you know there's no guarantee it'll work and all of this stuff i think it's overwhelming and it's too much and i'm hoping that by maybe doing some of these podcasts um, and, and definitely getting more people on to talk about their experiences i can just help maybe shine a light on why it is so or can be so profoundly life-changing and regardless of autoimmune disease and, and inflammation and pain and all those things i would actually genuinely say if a magic wand was waved and tomorrow someone said look your ankylosing spondylitis it's gone we've done some amazing gene therapy and we've repaired your gut lining and your microbiome's all fixed and you know all of that and they said you've got the pain-free existence of uh, a, a typical human your age who you know who doesn't have this obviously i'd be absolutely overjoyed it would be like a you know a lottery ticket but 
I wouldn't go back to eating sugar. I just wouldn't. I wouldn't go back to refined sugar. I wouldn't go back to eating ultra processed food. I do eat, I do get some sugar. I get it from, um, I eat some berries, I eat some fruit. I do eat um, honey very occasionally, but I just don't, I don't have refined sugar. And I, it is something I do not miss at all. And I never thought I'd say that because I had sugar in it in everything. Like, like most people I know, that's how products are packaged and delivered to us. That's what they contain. But having cut them out, I, I guess I miss them for a bit, but it really has not been any kind of trauma. You know, and I'm, te- I'm talking to you uh, over two and a half years down the line. I didn't miss sugar even after a few months. Definitely not. And the not having the highs and lows in terms of energy and, and brain fog, that alone would make me not go back. And it doesn't mean I would, I would be or am crazy militant where I'd sort of, you know, run out of a room screaming if I accidentally had some sugar or, you know, anything like that. You know, I, I drink uh, beer and I will occasionally have wine as well, although less so. And, there's, you know, there's sugar in that. I'm not militant or fanatical about it, but I am fanatical about just taking a step back and looking at the structure of, well, really the structure of the Western diet that we are all accustomed to and just going, is this is this a real food? Is this something my body in particular is accustomed to taking? Are the things I'm eating, are they helping me? Is it worth just trying just for a few weeks or a few months, ideally a different path and just seeing what would happen if I cut out sugar and if I cut out foods that could trigger my particular condition. So for me personally, for ankylosing spondylitis, I cut out starch and I cut out cow dairy and, and sugar, as I've said, obviously. So those are the three main things I cut out. And that's what is working magically for me, you know, within within actually days, but particularly within months and just better and better as time has gone on. I The, the gap between flares is unbelievable now. And when I do get them, they're short lived because I know what to do. And when I don't have them, I just I just feel so much better, like the stiffness. That was something that was always there, even when I wasn't in flare. I, I just felt like a solid block and it would fizz my whole spine felt fizzy and uncomfortable and you know doing anything that involved bending over could potentially trigger a flare and it was uncomfortable as well and so it's not just about avoiding flares it's about your overall well-being how you feel day to day and i just i can, yeah i cannot stress how amazing the payoff is and it just involves doing a bit of note taking you know, what am I, what am I eating? What have I eaten today and tomorrow and the next day? And what am I going to eat? So planning. And I'll do a separate podcast on this, but I actually much prefer it. I find it much easier. I'm, you know, I'm never overwhelmed by choice anymore. The things I eat, I really love. I really taste the things I eat. Because the funny thing is when you, when you cut out these really strong um, synthetic things, you know, concentrate, really concentrated sugar or really concentrated sources and all that kind of stuff stuff that's often been put together in labs and hasn't had proper testing because regulation has been so terrible on the food companies for years now but having things that are natural you know just having natural foods uh, real vegetables mushrooms animal products and just tasting what they actually taste like it's amazing like it's delicious and you really notice things and it gives you a kind of more subtle palate and that was a weird thing that I never expected to get as a sort of side bonus. So yeah, I just really wanted to talk about that really and say I, I really get it. We are entrenched in a world which says 
eat this and you'll be happy and it tastes good and it's convenient and all this kind of thing and we've had that from the days we're born because it's broadcasted to us in adverts on social media absolutely everywhere lovely bold colorful packaging which tells you about all these wonderful flavors and fortified vitamins and it's on the whole nutrition free sugar laced stuff that is going to make you feel terrible and i would really if you get get time go onto google scholar or or go elsewhere or go on gut heroes actually and take a look at some of the studies which connect sugar with inflammation and autoimmune disease and pain and all sorts of horrible conditions you know i'm just looking at one that i've actually put on gut here is a, a study called it's got a really catchy title the glucose transporter glut3 controls t helper 17 cell responses through glycoltic epigenetic reprogramming i mean <laughs> i don't know how they come up with these titles but in summary, in summary, it basically talks about how sugar causes massive inflammation in the body. And they're talking about how eating ex excess sugar and other carbohydrates over time can lead to the development and the worsening of autoimmune diseases. There's another one here, um, a review article from 2022, excessive intake of sugar and accomplice of inflammation. High sugar intake has long been recognized as a potential environmental risk factor for increased incidence of many non-communicable diseases, including obesity, cardiovascular disease, metabolic syndrome, and type 2 diabetes. And they go on to talk about how consuming high levels of dietary hexose on rheumatoid arthritis, multiple psoriasis, psoriasis, inflammatory bowel disease or syndrome, and low-grade chronic inflammation. And they emphasize that Dietary sugars and mixed processed foods may be a key factor leading to the occurrence and aggravation of inflammation. And, you know, I've just talked about two studies here. I will do a separate podcast or article in the future where I do a deep dive and give you a lot more quotes and context from a broad range of studies because I think it's really, really important. But I just wanted to emphasize I really do understand if you're thinking about changing diet, if you're you know, looking at all this information and not knowing where to turn and there's so many different things online and people saying this and that and do this with your diet and do that and this will make you feel great. The thing to remember is that we are all different and the thing that helps you might be different from what helps me. But there is overwhelming evidence, overwhelming evidence and no doctor will be upset if you do this unless you have a really, really niche condition and that is giving up refined sugar or massively cutting it down is a really really positive thing to do as is cutting out ultra processed food and that's really one of the things i have no doubt about with everything i've been through everything i've researched every, everyone i've talked to sugar and ultra processed food they are are so damaging for most humans and i don't want that for you and i hope some of the things i've shared with you today and some of the things i'll share with you in the future encourages you just to try see what happens if you you reduce some of these things and i've not met anyone who's felt worse as a result of cutting out ultra processed food or cutting down on, on sugar it's really once you get started it's quite a low-hanging fruit and i hope as time goes on and i hope as science the studies keep on coming that this will come through with better understanding in the medical profession and that this will be encouraged more there and we and we hold our food producers more accountable as well but for now, I'm going to keep banging the drum and I'm going to say thank you for listening and I look forward to talking to you next time.